Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 42. In today's show, we will be talking to John Bowen, a widely recognized leader in the financial services industry. He is an author with more than 15 books to his name and is a regular columnist for the Huffington Post and Financial Planning. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Shai. Hey, Craig, with the business owners you work with, what do you think is the most challenging financial issue after, say, trying to increase their revenue? It's quite complex for them. They're trying to figure out how do I maintain and grow my business and reinvest. And at the same time, they have their own issues regarding their own personal finances and their own growth and personal wealth. And should I be paying myself first or should I be increasing and growing my business and putting it all back in the business? So it's really difficult. And, you know, the complexity of financial accounts has really changed the way a lot of businesses operate. You know, more than half of small businesses, of course, have a CFO or controller managing their accounts. And a lot of them are turning to outsourcing for people that truly have a financial expertise to help them manage their personal wealth as well. Because as we know, for the small business owner, there's just a lot of overlap between those two things every day. And you can't be expert at everything. And this is one area that really the outside sources help so much to round out your whole perspective and how you go about this complex issue. Yeah, there is no separate strategy. Your financial strategy as a business owner, if you want to maximize your wealth, your financial strategy really has to be integrated. And that is your personal wealth management with your business wealth management in order to take full advantage of all the different vehicles that are available to you. And, you know, our guest today is John Bowen of CEG Worldwide, and he currently coaches hundreds of the top financial advisors on how to serve their affluent clients even more effectively. John is going to tell us about the lessons learned from years of researching the habits of the most successful business owners and how you can use these same strategies to create substantial personal wealth to accelerate your business success. Good morning, John. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Well, Shai, thank you for having me. Very excited to have you today for this discussion about how business owners can create substantial personal wealth while at the same time growing their business. So tell us in your experience, what are the challenges that they face? Well, we work so hard in our business. I mean, we're working every day on our business that we don't build the personal wealth that we could that would allow us more flexibility, not on only making sure our business survives, but also in the quality of life. Because we're really in business not for more business. We're in business to support the quality of life for the people that we really care about. And when the surveys that we do, and we do a lot of empirical research, Shai, what we find is 92.8% of the business owners want to become significantly wealthier. And and this is on a personal basis, and it's not because of greed. So often, you know, we think it's that, but you know, ninety three point six tell us it's because of the people they love and they want to take care of them financially. And then the super majority really want to do it because they have causes they care about. And the challenge is that we're working so hard on our business that we oftentimes make some critical mistakes that we could 
easily address and really become seriously wealthy. It's almost like the administration of life and the administration of yourself as an entrepreneur that gets put on the back burner as you're charging ahead trying to get more customers. Well, it it is. I mean, when we think of where are we going to get our biggest wealth, um, I've gone full cycle on a few businesses along the way and have been very fortunate to do well by that. But if you don't plan ahead just in the structure of your business, when we, we survey business owners who have gone full cycle, that have sold their businesses, 85.3% were not proactive in reducing the taxes. You know, this can be certainly tens of thousands, many of your listeners, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of dollars. And we really want to recommend that finding that right financial advisor, that wealth manager, We call them a personal chief financial officer. It's just so valuable because there are a lot of little recommendations that people make, but there's big things that we can do if we structure them well that can allow us to accumulate wealth on a tax-favorable basis that can be pretty amazing. And could you give us an example of that kind of a strategy? Let's take a 45-year-old business owner. She owns two restaurants. She's got 11 full-time employees, 25 part-time. And what happens is you can have no retirement plan. You can have traditional defined benefit plan. They'd be able to set aside $175,000 a year. If you do kind of what's called a benefit-focused plan, she could put $450,000 away, have 90% of that money go to her 10% to the 11 employees and do it for the next 10 years and do it with thoughtfulness that would fund a tremendous retirement for her and also you know great contribution for her employees and John in moving wealth from the business wealth into your personal wealth what should we be aware of Well, I think that it has to be thoughtful because one of the mistakes we make as business owners is we're willing to take a lot of specific risk. You know, there's this belief that entrepreneurs, business owners, we want to take risks. Now, really good entrepreneurs, what they want to do is mitigate risk as much as possible. And because we don't understand the investments and tax area, you know, that wealth management, the advanced planning strategies, what happens is we keep on investing our money in our business. We're, we're really doubling down. You know, I mean, things happen. Life intrudes. I grew up in a fairly affluent family. My dad and my uncle owned a cast iron foundry in upstate New York. They had 400 employees. And I grew up really a very comfortable lifestyle. And I still remember my junior year, just as I was finishing college, my dad called me and I was waiting to hear what kind of job I was going to get because he always gave me the worst jobs at the foundry. And I can tell you there's some bad jobs. But he called me and he goes, you know, John, I've got some bad news for you. I said, what is it, Dad? And Well, the foundry's going to go under. Your uncle's going to stay really wrapping everything up. We're going to go through bankruptcy. I'm going to go out and get a job. Oh, and your mom and I are getting a divorce, and you don't have a summer job. And, you know, this is, I'm processing all this, and I, I just asked without even thinking, are you going to be okay? And he goes, I don't know. You know, if my uncle had built the personal wealth, they were making a lot of money. But they kept on investing in the business. They didn't have the plan. Some things happened that they didn't anticipate. And not only did it affect my parents, 
my uncle's family, but also those 400 other people that work there. And this is where going ahead and being systemic, paying ourselves first and doing it in a way that as business owners, what do we do? We pay everybody else and whatever is left over (laughs) is what we have. What I'm going to suggest here, Craig, is that we go ahead and really focus on paying ourselves first. We can look at the margins for whatever our business we're in and go ahead and really do that on a very tax-favored basis. And with a thoughtful investment process, you can build tremendous wealth outside of your business. You mentioned some of the legal sides and some of those risky areas such as divorce and partnerships. You know, this is something that happens to a lot of our client base, possibly when they're in the selling mode. They have a partnership that needs to be aligned with the sale. And then the other risk being the divorce, something happening in your own personal wealth side. What examples do we have out there of some of the things that they should be thinking about? Well, I think first you have to recognize you have a challenge. And what we find, you know, I mentioned 78.9, recognize that this is likely to happen. And I would say, (laughs) Craig, they're underestimating. You know, if you're in business long enough, something's going to happen, particularly if you have any success at all. And when we survey, you know, 15.1%, have a protection plan and really close to the supermajority just have not been shown anything. They haven't even looked at it. And a quarter of them think it's illegal and a small percentage think it's expensive and complicated. And and it doesn't need to be. You know, we'd like to believe we have a written agreement that everybody's going to follow it exactly. And and the the reality in life is that's not the case. But what a well-written Agreement, particularly with the asset protection plan, is going to do is it's going to force everybody to come to the table and be rational because the cost of doing anything else is too expensive. And this is where it's just so powerful. Unfortunately, Craig, you know, so few advisors, not only the financial advisors, but also even the attorneys and certainly the accountants. You know, this is an area nobody really wants to deal with because there have been some abuses, but there are so many codified, so many legal structures that you can do to protect yourself. But it has to be customized to the individual, what you're looking to achieve, what the assets are, what are the you know, specific areas of exposure that you have. John, I want to talk to you a little bit about AESNation.com and, of course, the State of the Entrepreneur book and the research that you did on the six key drivers of success. Tell us what you learned during that process. Well, Shia, I'm really passionate, as both you and Craig are, about entrepreneurship, and we just know how important it is for really the world, the impact that we're all making. And we wanted to get a better understanding of how we can help our fellow entrepreneurs be successful and what are the drivers of success. And I teamed up with one of the top entrepreneurial coaches, uh, Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach, and then one of really the top marketing experts for entrepreneur, Joe Polish of Genius Network. And we surveyed 3,500 business owners. And really, we walked through in this book, and this book is available for download at AESNation.com and free. And it just walks through what your peers, your fellow business owners, what are they doing to have the success? And, and it goes through each of them and the impact that it's having and how the best are doing it. And then, you know, the last of the six, 
really what we've been talking about, maximizing your personal wealth. In addition, we have a scorecard. And this concept came from Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach. We have a scorecard that you can score your progress of how you're doing. You can download it. You don't have to share the information with anyone. This is for you. But it can really identify not only you know how you're doing on the main drivers that we're talking about from entrepreneurship, and having the most success, but also in maximizing your personal wealth. And what you'll see, Shai, in the scorecard, what we really recommend is that you get a second opinion from a wealth manager that works with entrepreneurs so that they can tell you where you might be able to improve your situation even more. That's fantastic. And I know that you had a huge body of research that drove this book. Tell us about the group you spoke with. Well, we survey a lot. I grew up in the investment world and I found the power of doing factor analysis, uh, cluster analysis, statistical type work. And we took it in uh, one of my businesses. Is I have the privilege of coaching some of the top financial advisors in the world. And I saw the power when we started surveying the best practices of top financial advisors, as well as studying the affluent. And, and I mentioned we saw the concentration of affluent was in the business ownership. So what we do is almost every quarter, we're doing a survey and we will usually team up with someone, although we have an extremely large database as well, where we're reaching out to our fellow entrepreneurs to get what are the most important issues right now for them. And we're, we used to do it by phone. We do uh, some of the very high end the most wealthy people. We have one of my partners, Russ Allen Prince. He's written 50 books on the super rich, 500 million and more. I mean, we've done surveys where we sit down with them and we pay them $1,000 toward charity for each one we do. We have all kinds of different ways we're doing research, but particularly the state of the entrepreneur, we bring together a bunch of the research so that they can take action on it. It's fantastic work. And you know, I think taking complicated subjects and breaking them down into frameworks and scorecards can be such an effective way for people to understand where they are and give them something to focus on. It really is because you know you can get all kinds of data in business where so often focused alone out there and you know with the challenges and so on. Uh, one of the biggest things that you'll see in the book that we recommend is you get part of a mastermind group so that you're you're having conversations, you're listening to podcasts like Shy Yours and Craig's because y- y- we aren't alone. This is a challenge that you know, you know we're all facing. But once we start start understanding we're not alone and that we have to be proactive in this and we put a plan together. And the the best thing, you know, you think of in your business, you're going to have a CFO. Or if you're, you know, earlier on, you might have a virtual CFO. Or, you know, at the very early stage, you're going to be your own CFO. But you want to have somebody that's making a conscious decision in business of how to manage that. You know, one of the big things I want you to do is pay yourself first. So you're, you're dr- driving that. Well, we don't do that on our personal side. And this is where we see so much lost opportunity. You know, you don't have to be super rich. But we can go ahead and be very comfortable in taking their lessons that they have shared with us and really put them in place for whatever our number is to accumulate the wealth so that we can take care of the people we love and the causes we care about. 
That's a fantastic philosophy, and it's one of the great pleasures of doing this kind of work is working with folks like yourself who have accomplished so much in this area and really had an impact on so many people. And John, there are so many business owners that have been doing it on their own, doing a little bit of their own financial work. As you say, it can be even your own family members that, you know, we're reinvesting into the business, putting it all in, and then in the end may not have anything back. In the process of finding the right advisor, what can you tell us about what the business owner looking for that advisor, how they can find one, and what can they expect? What do they should be looking for and how do they work with them? Well, the very first thing I would do is go through the scorecard that we have at AES Nation and really do a self-assessment of where I am right now. And because it's going to be usually blindingly obvious some of the holes that you have. And once we have that, we're in a better position to select who we want to really help us. But when we go to specific advisors, I want proven integrity. I mean, it's got to be demonstrated integrity. They've been in business. They are working with really the results that you're looking for. Second is operational transparency. You know, the assets are held at a major firm, so you can sue the firm if something's wrong. Everything is totally transparent in compensation. Like on the asset protection we're talking about, every once in a while there's some advisors out there that will ask you to sign a confidentiality agreement of what they're going to share with you. Run from anybody that's doing that. It's got to be totally transparent. There's no secrets out there. There's just more talented people. Extensive technical expertise would be number three. So they have to have the expertise in what you're looking for. And and where this is so important is the financial advisor should be the general manager. No one can be an expert in all these areas, but they should have a professional network that they're bringing together. And that's that access to the niche experts, you know, the attorneys, the accountants, the insurance specialists, and so on. And, and above all, number five would be sensitivity and experience with working with business owners. Because there's a very big difference between somebody earning a paycheck and somebody running a business. Now, at AES Nation, we do have a matching service, and you can go ahead and you know, complete a form on the AES Nation, and we will point you in the right direction to a financial advisor who can address your needs as well. But the big thing that you want to do is make sure you take them for a test run. They should do a deep discovery meeting, taking a look at where you are, where you want to go, what are the gaps. And then really advise you whether your current advisors are doing a good job. And if they are, they should stay there. because They should only work with you if they can make a huge impact, something significant. And if they're not the right one and your current providers aren't the right one, you want to make sure they're going to be somebody that they'll point you in the right direction. Because it's so critical to get this right financial advisor, personal CFO that can help you maximize your personal wealth so you can become seriously wealthy, take care of the people you care about, you know, the loved ones and the causes you care about. And it's all about that critical investment of time of what's important, what's first in the business world and in your personal life. And it really doesn't have to be that much time with the right person. And it can be magic working with that right person because they have the expertise and they have the access to the talent. 
But what you do need to do is make the time now to find the right person because the lost opportunities of paying more in taxes, missing out on the kind of returns you have. And, you know, Craig, as we talked about the asset protection, having a huge setback because you didn't take the time to make sure that everything was properly set up. Wow, John, that is fantastic advice. And I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. It's been such a great episode, and I know our listeners will really appreciate it. Well, Shia, you know, Craig, I appreciate the opportunity. You guys are remarkable. I mean, you know, bringing a steady stream of these ideas and helping your fellow entrepreneurs really make a difference. Is there anything else you'd like to leave with our listeners? What I would encourage them to do is go ahead and download the State of the Entrepreneur. I mean, this is one of the largest studies of entrepreneurs. We've wrote it in a you know, great ebook, a study of 3,500. You can see what your peers are doing to, to really have success. Second, I would go ahead and take the personal wealth assessment for successful business owners, that scorecard, and really look and score your mindset, you know, your success factors, and, and what you're doing to build your personal financial freedom. And then I would really go and get a second opinion. And, and you can do that on our website as well. And, and with the idea that all of us, you know, we can do something even better. You know, once a year, getting a second opinion, not only on our health, which is very important, but on our wealth so that we can make the difference in the world that we want to. Our guest today has been John Bowen of CEG Worldwide. You can learn more about John and download his latest book, The State of the Entrepreneur, with the six key drivers of success in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.